And we're back. This is the Mouthpiece Podcast. I'm not your host. I'm your co-host, Jade Pacheco. But your co- your host is right here. <laughs> Am I co-host? Coast? Your coast. I'm coast. Your co- the coaster. Coast 103.5. <laughs> Ezra Hernandez is right here. How's it going? <laughs> it is kind of hard to come in the second time. It I was is able, hard. Yeah. yeah, see? How do you like... I said, how's it going? <laughs> Good. <laughs> I wish we had like the, the soundboard. I know. You know, like... You know, like those... Yeah, or like uh, the like that, that sound for a bad joke. Or a good one. Yeah, but that would never happen for you. <laughs> it would. I have some good ones. I got some winners. Okay, let's get to the biggest fight this weekend. Don't say Jake What's the Paul? biggest fight this weekend? Don't say that's the biggest fight. It's the biggest that's fight this weekend. Trash fight. Jake Paul is the biggest fight this He's weekend. He's going to get knocked out. Okay, well, let's break it down. Right. Go now, stats. Huh? Oh, you're going to do stats. Okay, okay. All right. So, Jake Paul, also known as the problem child. But I have a couple worse names in my own personal collection for him. Not a Jake Paul fan, if you haven't uh, noticed by now. But uh, that's that's another story for another podcast. But anyways, age twenty four from the U S. He's six one. His reach is seventy six. His weight it says or division is cruiser. Mm-hmm, he's big, one ninety. Uh oh, ew, he's fat. Um, <laughs> Doesn't mean he's fat. <laughs> he's fat. Uh, so, yeah, he's from the U.S., from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, dang, that fits every stereotype I had about him. Anyways. Why? Uh, I don't want to get political on here, but, yeah. Anyways, uh, I have... Hold on, I have to go to one more page because he doesn't have he doesn't have a lot of stats. I mean, I know he's only had like what three fights. Two fights. Yeah, I mean. So, anyways, um, yeah, actually, so he has total fights two wins two wins by knockout. So this kid has two fights, and he did both knockouts, whatever. So I think that made his head really big. I'm curious to when he actually gets in the ring with like someone that's like a little bit better or someone like me who just really doesn't like him and just like knocks him out. He's going to be like brought back to earth so quickly. Okay, so that's what this whole weekend is based about. Do you want to do Ben Askren's stats real quick? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I could buy you a little time while you're looking that up. But that's what the whole weekend's based about. That's basically, you just summarized this whole weekend. Yeah, this is what I people wanna, are watching. I want to see like his butt wiped across the whole ring, you know? I'm not sure that's going to happen this weekend. I mean, I'm, I'm actually sure, pretty confident it's not. I don't know. I mean, I just want to believe in the other guy because I simply don't like Jake Paul. But mm-hmm. I know the other guy looks older than him, you know, so. This is this. Oh, okay. So, Ben Askren. Askren. He's 36. He's from Iowa. His nickname is Funky. Ew. Uh, he's 5'10". 170 pounds. His reach is 72. And he... So he's MMA? Yeah, he's an MMA fighter. Oh, he's an MMA fighter. Okay, I can see why you're saying that now. But Jake Paul isn't anything. Anyway, okay, fine. Sorry, I just keep wanting to, like, bash Jake Paul. Uh, Total fights, 22. Wins, 19. Wins by knockout, 6. 
Two losses and one no contest. Okay, so let's get to this fight, right? Now, why is this fight huge, right? It's huge because Jake Paul is an internet celebrity turned boxer, and he's fighting a MMA fighter who is known for his wrestling, right? But they're going to box. And Jake Paul is a little bit of a, I would say, I don't know if it's all him or whoever's running him, right? Or all those things. I think he's a little bit of like a marketing genius when it comes to these fights, like how he's doing it, right? Because Jake Paul cannot beat a boxer, not like a legit boxer, not even a mid-level boxer, not even a guy just starting his career, right? He couldn't beat him. Okay, I'm sorry. I I know I talk to people and they say, well, Jake Paul looks pretty good. And I get it. I get what you're seeing. I get that he knocked out two guys. And it, that part looks oppressive. But I've been in gyms. I've, I've seen people fight. Jake Paul's not that good of a boxer. He just isn't, right? Now, is he... I could have af- told you that. <laughs> okay. But is he athletic, right? Is he uh, dedicated to the sport? Yes. He's all those, he's those things. Yes, he is dedicated. He's athletic. He's not half-assing this. He is fully committed to this. Why is he fully committed to this? Because there's big paydays in this for him, right? And also, it gets away, gets him away from what he had to do before, was make uh, fake rap songs, make videos where he had to act ridiculous. He gets to be a serious person in this. And people can actually, there's a, uh, he can actually gain respect from this. This is the best, the most like fame. This is the the best fame he's ever gotten is from this, right? So he's not joking around when it comes to this. There's also big paydays in this for him. Now, if would I have guessed that that was going to come with this? No, I wouldn't have. But I'm not going to be like these guys that are stubborn, stuck in the stuck in the mud about it, and all mad and saying it's disrespectful to the sport. The, the beauty of the sport is that everybody gets a chance. Everyone gets a chance at boxing. It's the fairest sport. It's not something you had to do when you. It's not something super expensive you couldn't do if you were in a poor community. It's not something you had to um, be a part of the right team or be in the right. You didn't have to do any of those things. Boxing is just a singular sport. It has all weight classes, so it fits all people for all genders. It's everything. It's a fair sport. So if Jake Paul really wants to take this sport serious, it will give him his fair shake because that's what boxing does. It gives you your fair shake, and that's where we're at with Jake Paul. Yeah, but okay, so in my whole thing with Jake Paul is, so he thought it would be cool to pick up a pair of boxing gloves, which, okay, fine, a lot of people do, but he got these two knockouts, and now his head's all big, and it's, what I guess I could see where people are saying is disrespectful to the sport because it's just you're never going to get in the ring with anyone that would give you a run for your money, you know, and I get it as like a cool marketing thing, whatever, but you're just in it to just play around okay. like that. I don't get that either. Here's where here. Here's where, where I say I disagree with that. Right. Okay, so I mean, did of it, did it. <laughs> did the confidence go to his head? Yes, of course. He knocked out two guys, right? Are they boxers? No. Are they fighters? No. They probably never been in a fight before ever in their lives. But the, this is where boxing. This is how boxing goes, right? So say he fights Ben Askren, right, and he beats Ben Askren, then he would have to fight another guy at another level, a little higher level. Right than Ben Askren, and let's say he runs through that guy, and let's say he somehow runs through all these MMA guys, and he beats Conor McGregor, right? And there's nowhere else for him to go. Okay. What would happen there? He would have to fight a legit boxer. But he won't. Okay, so say if he won't, then right? Mm-hmm. Well, then that would him saying him cowering out. But I think he would, right? Because I think if there was a payday enough for him, he would do it. 
Now, this guy will do anything for the money, and I think that if he allows those two knockouts to get to his head, and he knocks out Conor McGregor, or he beats these MMA fighters, I'm not saying he would beat Conor McGregor, but what I'm saying is if he beat those guys somehow, by any chance, he would, he would, it would go to his head just like anyone else, and he would get the confidence to say, I think I could take one of these guys, and he would take the chance to do it, right? So I think that boxing, over time, will expose you. I don't ever think that he will be a legit boxer. No, it would never happen. Now, did he find his sweet spot here? I think he did. Do I think it'll be short-lived? Yes, eventually it will come to an end, and it will be he'll be beat by a guy that's not a boxer, that's an MMA fighter, that's just better hands than him. Yes, that will that that will happen. It's not going to happen this week, though. Okay, so let me break down what's going to happen in this fight. Jake Paul, what does he got? He's got some good pop. He's got he's pretty quick on his feet, I would say, for his boxing movement. Right. Um, He's got good reactions. He makes a lot. I could go on the list that I made for him. It's a lot more mistakes than it is positives, right? He dips his head too low. He panics. His eyes close. He uh, swings. He, he, I know that he they say he punches in tight areas. He does the right hand. The other hands, they kind of get, they lose themselves. Um, uh, you know, he, he does stay calm. The, the thing is, too, is like, okay, so say he had all these mistakes, right? He, um, he doesn't have the ability to find the inside. He does not have the, the skill to find the inside. That would take years to learn. He's not going to learn that. This fight, he's not going to have that. And Ben Ashcraft's not going to have that. They're not going to be able to box on the inside. They're just not. Not at a full speed. It's not going to happen. They're not going to have the legs, the, 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 the balance to do that. Right, so they're gonna have to fight from a distance. Ben Ash, uh, Jake Paul is gonna have to hit Ben Ashgren when J- ben, when Ben Ashgren comes in, and then they're gonna wrap up, and then the rest gonna split him up. It's gonna be the first few rounds. Jake Paul's gonna land big shots. Then it's gonna get real sloppy. They're gonna hold, and it's gonna be a hold fest from like round four to eight. And Jake Paul's gonna be a little more explosive. And he's gonna take a decision, and I think he'll take it pretty comfortably. I think the first few rounds he might, uh, you know, put some big shots on Ben Ashgren. But I think over time, he's going to tire out. It's going to be a little bit more of like an amateur fight. If you look at like amateur sparring, all these things, it's going to look like that. Okay. If he, if, if somehow Jake Paul is a killer on the inside, right? And he looks devastating and he does knock out Ben Ashkin in the first round. That is impressive. I will be impressed. I would, le- I will legitimately be impressed if he does that. I don't expect that. Okay. I do not expect that. But I don't expect Ben Ashkin to really be effective in this fight. Now, Ben Askren said he's going to compete, and I hear people saying stupid things like he's a competitor. He's going to compete at a high level. He knows how to compete. doesn't matter what the hell he knows how to do. He knows how to compete in wrestling. He doesn't know how to compete in boxing. He doesn't. Just because you compete in wrestling doesn't mean you could go and dribble a ball against LeBron James because you're a competitor. It's not going to happen. Okay? And if he's such a competitor, right, and he says, oh, I don't care if I lose to him, well, then how much of a competitor are you, really? If you're going to go in there and you are okay losing to Jake Paul, because this will kill Ben Askren's credibility. And Ben Askren is a fighter, right? So you has to have some pride in what he does. And if Jake Paul puts you to sleep in the first round, or if he schools you for even eight rounds, it, it does hurt Jake, Ben Askren's credibility. It's the only thing we'll remember him for. This is his biggest fight ever. As crazy as that sounds, this is his biggest fight ever. So... I know what they're saying. I know the style and everything they're saying he's coming with. The same thing that they said Conor McGregor was going to come in with Floyd, right? They're saying he's going to rough him up. He's going to kill him in the clinch. He's going to hold and hit and all these things. And if it doesn't work against Jake Paul, I've said this before, we have to officially retire that strategy to working in boxing. It's not. And let me tell you something. Jake Paul is new to boxing. And what do the most of the guys do when they're new, right? The most guys he's probably facing, they're holding. They're on the inside. They're they're clinching because they don't know how to fight with the distance. They don't know how to get on the inside and work. So it's not going to be something that's really too unfamiliar with him. He's going to 
get in, they're going to hold. And I, I'm going to say one thing, too. I think uh, Jake Paul's will be a little bit stronger than Ben Askren on, the, on those clinches in the inside. Why do I say that, right? Because Jake, uh, I know that Ben Askren is a very strong fighter, right? I know that. But because they're going to be in a boxing gloves, in a boxing stance and everything like that. So by the time Ben Ashley gets on the inside, right, Jake Paul's going to be pushing forward. He might have the advantages on that point. It's not going to look how you think it's going to look, okay? Will Ben Ashley be more effective late? Maybe, because Jake Paul's going to be a little more tired. Of course. Of course he will. But not early and not enough to win this fight. So when people are saying that, like, the odds are ridiculous, are ridiculously close for this fight... I don't know how we're being conned into it, but this is what happens. It's because no one knows what they're really going to see. And it's the same routine that happens every time someone does something like this. Anytime someone goes to a different sport and they're not going 100%, right? Ben Asker trained with Freddie Rose for a week. You could throw that week out. He didn't learn anything, okay? You're not going to learn anything in a week. Okay, you're not going to take any information that they gave him. If it wasn't a full camp, it wasn't uh, at least a few months, at least a few weeks. No, it was one week. Throw it out. doesn't mean anything. Whatever he thought he learned, he didn't learn anything. Okay, they always do that. That's always a sign of this is going to be a disaster. A guy goes to some camp for a week and does something and they say, oh, look, he's training on free roach. He is it. It was for show. It was to sell this fight. It doesn't mean anything. He didn't take anything from that. Okay, it's not his trainers. He didn't take anything from that. Jake Paul is legitimately training this. He's legitimately uh, throwing punches every day. He's not going to panic in there. Okay, Ben Ashkern might panic in there. He's not going to have his thing. I do think Ben Ashkern... And they were talking about him doing some MMA techniques. I wouldn't be surprised if he does like a spinning back fist. He does that a lot in his fighting. It's a natural instinct for him. I think he might do it. I don't think he cares. I think that by the point where he's losing, he says, ah, I'll throw this in there just to, you know, to make it a little entertaining. I expect Jake Paul to win this. I expect him to win this by decision. Um, if he if he lights up Ben Ashkin and knocks him out in the first round, I'm legitimately impressed. I will. I don't expect Jake Paul to be able to fight on the inside. I don't expect him to... Look vastly improved from where he is. Maybe just a little bit more calmer. Um, this is what I expect for this fight. I know that people want Jake Paul to get beat up and all these things. Um, Me. Yes, I know. But I don't expect this for this fight. Now, I do want to get into one thing. MMA versus boxing, right? And like I explained this before in another podcast, boxing can only win from this weekend. And MMA has a lot to lose. Now, say Ben Ashkin wins. Okay, nothing happens. MMA doesn't gain any ground, right? MMA doesn't anything because Jake Paul's not a real boxer. He's a YouTuber. But let's say Ben Ashkin gets smoked, right? And he loses. Well, then now that's a vicious blow that a top fighter in MMA just got smoked by a guy who's been boxing for about two years. A YouTuber, a personality, a celebrity boxer smoked Ben Ashkin. Now, let's talk about the advantages that Jake Paul has that people are not really talking about because he's a YouTuber. They're letting him slide on it. He's going in here with about a 20 to 30 pound weight advantage on Ben Askren. Ben Askren fights at 170. This fight will be at 190 pounds. He's moving up 20 pounds to fight this fight. Now, if Jake Paul fought Conor McGregor, right, because he's a YouTuber, right, it's a, it's a, uh, an advantage that he's got because he's a celebrity and no one takes him serious, he's going to outweigh him by 40 pounds, He's going to have 40 pounds on Conor McGregor, whose best weight is at 155. So I'm not saying that he could beat Conor McGregor in a boxing match. I'm just saying he's coming in with a 40-pound advantage. It's a huge advantage. And if it's somewhat close skill-wise, I'm not saying it will be. I don't think it will be. It won't be. It's a landslide for Jake Paul with that size advantage. Because he's a celebrity, 
That's what he gets. You can't even say anything. None of these fighters can even say it because no one's even brought it up that he's fought everyone he's bigger than. It's a beautiful strategy if he get away with it, and that's because apparently and he's been getting away with it. Another thing, Triller, their whole thing is based on Jake Paul. They need him to go at least three events. What happened? Are we laughing at <laughs> So I really, I'm so sorry to cut you off, but I think this is hilarious. The CTE thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, I, since you guys can't see what I'm doing, I was looking up stats earlier and I, I pushed back. And so news pops up, right, for Jake Paul. And it says, diagnosed with early signs of CTE. Yeah, it's nonsense. It is nonsense, but it's hilarious. It is funny, but it's nonsense. God, I wish. Yeah, it's nonsense. <laughs> but I did see that too, and I was laughing, because I was just like, this is ridiculous. Dang, and you didn't tell me? That's true. You never tell me anything. Can, can we save this for after the podcast? You just spit all over I'm my sorry, face. I'm sorry, oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm on a roll here. So, okay, so Triller, right? Triller... Their whole brand, they're going in aggressive now, right? They're going to be the new boxer promotion that pays big money for big fights. The whole thing is based on Jake Paul. Now, do they need Jake Paul to go for five, ten fights? No, they don't. They need about maybe two to three events from him to just build the brand. But they need him to win this fight. And the expectations are really high on Jake Paul. I don't think Jake Paul could get away uh, can have the same brand he has now if he just squeaks by a decision in this fight. I think Jake Paul needs to look devastating in this fight. Yeah, I think he could win a decision, but it has to be really clear that he won the decision. I don't think he can go in and win a split decision and then people will be like, well, yeah, but Ben Askren, you know, he has to smoke these guys. for To be the arrogant and for that to sell and all that, it has to... The interest in it has to sell. Keep selling because he's knocking people out. He's putting hands. He's destroying MMA fighters. That's the whole point. That's the whole thing to this. So there is a lot of pressure on him for this. And there's a lot of pressure on Triller for this. And Dana White knows this. Everyone knows this. But Dana White knows this because I think he thinks Triller is crazy enough to where they'll sign MMA fighters and throw an MMA event together like that. They're that crazy. This is a, a, a promotion that's looking to go super aggressive. A lot of things riding on this weekend. Who would have thought Ben Askren versus Jake Paul and a lot of a lot of things for even MMA and boxing riding on this weekend? Let's go to the next fight. Thank God. <laughs> Demetrius Andrade versus Liam Williams. I got some stats for you in just a second. Okay. And Andrade, this is... Uh, He's having a hard time finding opponents, right? Demetrius Andrade signed with the match room, and they have not been able to bring him the opponents he hoped for, which is Canelo, Triple G, or a Charlo brother. Um, you have Liam Williams? I have Liam Williams. So, let's see. He is British, born in 1992. That puts him at 28 years old. Actually, he's from Wales. Uh, nicknamed the machine he's 510 reaches 70 uh, stance is orthodox he's had a total f- uh, total fights is 26 wins 23 wins by knockout 18 two losses and one draw and the next guy is Demetrius Andrade and Lee Williams is a he's a tough opponent he is. He's a tough opponent, but he's not a real well-known opponent, especially in the States. And uh, this is the kind of thing where Andrade kind of is right now, where he's just fighting guys that people don't know. But I think that Liam Williams is a little tougher 
right, than just like a tune-up fight. Here's Andrade's stats. Andrade's stats, okay, well, he is American. Nickname is Boo Boo. <laughs> Height is 6'1", reaches 73 and a half. He's from Rhode Island. Total fight. It doesn't say his stance. Uh, He's a southpaw. Southpaw, okay. Uh, total fights 29, wins 29, wins by knockout 18. Zero losses. And Andrade has yet to capture the imagination of um, the boxing fans. He hasn't. Of the general audience, right? And I always talk about this, capture the imagination, and it's a big deal. And I don't think people talk about it enough. He needs to get a win that makes people convinced that he could beat Canelo Alvarez. That he can, he's a credible threat to Canelo Alvarez, and one that demands people to say, I want to see that fight because I think this guy could beat or give trouble to Canelo Alvarez. Leon Williams might be the opponent for that. Now, Leon Williams is a big name, but he has a style that's super aggressive. He's skilled enough, and he's confident enough to put himself into dangerous spots. And Andrade, who is very skilled, but has a little bit hard time finding offense going forward. But Leon Williams is going to push you back, and Andrade's pretty good going back as well. I think Andrade, who is defensively one of the best fighters, I think offensively going forward is a little bit challenged. I think he's a little bit uh, – his weapons are limited, I would say, but – he can hit you going backwards. He does have some pop in his left hand. Um, and Liam Williams, uh, you know, one-two fighter. Uh, he's smart. He's busy. He's aggressive. Um, he's kind of high guard. He's got a high guard. He's, he's good. He's a good fighter. He's not a bad fighter. I just think that Demetrius Andrade is, is great at certain things. And Liam Williams, I don't see him great at anything. Now, let's see how his power is. I think that Andrade is a good situation sometimes where he can't be hit, where he gets a little bit arrogant, especially if Andrade gets someone hurt. He's kind of like not that great of a finisher. Uh, and then when he gets someone hurt, he kind of like loses his whole style and he stays aggressive, maybe even beyond the point where it's like the finish isn't even there anymore. But he, I think Andrade's going to look pretty impressive in this fight. I think Andrade's going to uh, – this is the right opponent, aggressive enough and good enough and confident enough to make Andrade look good. I expect Andrade to get the stoppage in this fight. The counter would be that Liam Williams' aggression, uh, it kind of just steals the, the momentum of the fight, and his power starts, uh, you know, hurting Demetrius in the in the exchanges, and Demetrius just kind of stays on his back foot. Liam Williams would take a decision on that point, but I'm going to pick Andrade in this fight. So, okay, so we, we went, I went kind of long on the... Jake Paul one. I'm going to go quick on these ones real quick. We got Tony Harrison versus Bryant per, uh, Perella. Tony Harrison, this is his comeback. Tune-up fight. Get him back in the winning column. Um, I don't see anything that Perella's going to do, especially with Perella moving up in weight. I just think that Tony Harrison's a better fighter. Tony Harrison is close to uh, you know, elite fighters you can get without being it. Um, he, he has a... Stats. Okay, you got stats of Tony Harrison? Oh, my gosh. See, my life is like... <laughs> no, I like it. I didn't know for a good time. What? Okay, Tony Harrison. I have to fight for my chances to speak <laughs> on here, people. Dang, this guy wants me on here, but he wants to talk the whole time. He just wants to hear himself I just get talk. on a roll. I get on a roll. Oh, my gosh. All right. Tony Harrison, if you guys don't hear from me next week, this is why. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, alias, super bad. He's 30 years old from the USA, Detroit, Michigan. 
stance is orthodox. He's six one. Reach is seventy six and a half. I need to get some more info. Uh, total fights thirty one. Wins twenty eight. Wins by knockout twenty one. And losses three. And what, to- and what Tony Harrison, his biggest flaw, right? So I say he's close to elite. What's Tony Harrison's biggest flaw? He's got a mental block. He's got a thing where he, in the late rounds, he falls falls apart. And the guy's name is Brian Perella. Okay, and he falls apart. And that's the biggest flaw to him. He would have beat Charlo the second time he had that fight. And he just starts falling apart. It's just when this, the moment gets onto that next gear in the late rounds, he can't seem to get it. And he, if anything, he loses a few gears. And he just is susceptible. And he's got a questionable chin. Uh, but other than that, he really does it all. Like, Tony Harrison could really do it. Questionable chin. It means he gets hit. There's a good chance he could get hurt. And some guys, they get hit, and they could take a big shot, and they could keep going. Not with Tony Harrison. When he gets hit clean, it, it's usually the end of the night for him. So here's uh, Brian Perella's stats. He is 32. Nickname is Goodfella. 6'1", southpaw, reaches or his height is 6'1", I should say, reaches 72. I can't find more stats on him. He's Uh, not that big of a fighter. Okay, well, that's all I got right now. I think that's pretty good for Perella. Um, Perella's best chances, you know, he's he's a boxer. Um, He's he's got good size. He kind of was like an advantage at the lower weights because big size. He's kind of coming up now, and I don't think his size is going to be that much of a difference to Tony Harrison. I expect Tony Harrison to look very impressive in this fight. Uh, I expect late round stoppage for him, and uh, to see if we get you know a big fight for him at that weight class. There's so many guys for them to fight that it's really not not hard to make a, a decent fight. They're all with the PBC. So let's see the next fight we have here. I want to talk about. Was Nemkov versus Phil Davis. And uh, Nemkov is Bellator's light heavyweight champ. He's in the light heavyweight tournament. He is the best fighter light, uh, that Bellator has at light heavyweight. He might be have a claim to be one of the best light heavyweights in the world. Maybe the best light heavyweight in the world, even considering the UFC. Um, he's really in a, in a role here. He's, he's came into his own. He already beat Phil Davis. It was a close split decision, but he even had got some takedowns on him. I expect him to look impressive in this fight, to go away, get away with the decision on this fight. And uh, he's one of the guys that Bellator needs to keep winning. They needed him to pull out this tournament. And uh, he, this is the kind of guys, these young talents that were never in the UFC and only in Bellator, they need to keep building on these guys. Uh, another fight we have this weekend is Robert Whitaker versus Gastelum. I, I wish I'd break down the fight a little bit more, but Whitaker's is, to me, improved since losing the title. He's a little bit more controlled, uh, picks his spots a little bit more, tries to stay away from avoiding the big shots. And Gaslam has never really gotten it. Uh, for, since that war with uh, Israel, which one of the best fights I've ever seen, he's really lost, I don't know what it is, that edge. I have not seen it from him. Uh, versus Teal, he looks like he couldn't get off. I don't really think he has been able to really get off. Even his last fight, he didn't look too great. I knew he was better, superior to that fighter, but he just has not really ever reached the heights that he once had. I don't know if he has that anymore. Maybe those fights took too much out of him. I expect Whitaker to walk away with that fight. And um, let me get to my, which leads me to my fake money, real bets. I had, 
I'm going to do a different strategy this week. So what I've been doing is diversifying my money, right? I've been treating it like stocks. I can't treat it like stocks because what happens is if I win and then I lose the other one and then I just end up breaking even at the end of the week. I don't want to do that. I'm going to go for it this week. So what I'm going to do is Jake Paul versus Ben Asker. People are telling me that these are even odds, that they don't know what to predict. I know what's going to happen. One guy has been training boxing. The other guy is just doing it because of big payday, uh, uh, his best payday. I'm going to take the guy that's been training it, the guy that uh, kind of career does depend on it. He's got a lot ahead of him. I'm going to take Jake Paul over Askren, 350K I'm putting on him. At minus 195, I'm going to win 179K. Now, I expect this fight to go decision, right? I know people expect a knockout from Paul. I have experience with boxing. I know that at the certain points when you got a guy that's durable and all that, it could turn real sloppy and it could end up going to decision. I'm going to take Jake Paul by decision for 15K. Why? Because that's plus 700. I'm going to win 105K if that if that hits. Now I'm going to go Whitaker versus Gaslam. I'm going to bet 150K on that minus 270. That will win me uh, for Whitaker and that would win me 56K. Now I'm also going to do a parlay. It's going to be Andrade, Harrison, Paul, Progross, Cunningham, and Whitaker, right? And those are, I feel very confident in those. That's plus 248. I'm going to do plus, I'm going to do 14K at two, uh, plus 248, and that's going to win me 35K. I'm going all in on my picks this week. I've been diversifying, no diversifying this week. I'm going to go all in on the ones I feel good about. I feel like Jake Paul versus Askren is the very, 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 very low budget form of uh, Connor versus Floyd. But it kind of has the same storyline to it. This guy is going to use a technique that's never, never been effective in boxing, ever. And he's going to use it against a guy that trains boxing, is bigger than him, and hits harder than him. I can't see it. I'm going to take Jake Paul. This. What happens if you lose all your money? I thought about that. I haven't really decided that yet. <laughs> I know that my pride will hurt. And I know people think like it's fake money. What does it matter? No, it hurts. Oh, it hurts when I lose. And it hurts when I don't win big on the weekends. Like when I, this week I only want 7K. Like that hurt. Like it hurts. So if Jake Paul screws me over, right, and I lose all my money and gasoline loses, and I lose all my money, I don't know what happens. Does the segment die? I guess the segment dies. Because who the hell am I to tell people betting how to bet if I lose a million dollars? Yeah. So I guess the segment just dies and I'll never bet again. And it's a really important segment because sports gambling is so huge. So it's really a lot riding on this. And a lot's riding on Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? I can't wait to see his face when he gets knocked out. It's not going to happen I this week. It, it could happen soon. Just not this week. This has been the Mouthpiece Podcast. Bye.